0: starting so hope you're ready
1: are you my good man how are you what's
0: going on everybody dave is here ralph is here we are here yeah happy wednesday
1: oh man it is such a happy wednesday it is a happy
0: wednesday i'm we... happy to
1: be here i'm happy to be talking about fantasy football oh, yeah. i'm happy to be listening to rage against the machine yeah, i'm happy yeah. to have a cigar in my hand yeah it, i'm happy to have a brand uh, new beer yeah, with me right yeah, now too yeah. it's just oh I just slammed it on the table. I'm yes, sorry.
0: we know our sound quality is terrible. Nobody needs to bother telling us via our Twitter tripsrightrd at tripsrightrd. Yeah, you don't need to waste your time on our Twitter handle uh, telling us that our sound quality is horrible. We know we bumped the table, and we know it sounds like a I don't know something.
1: Yeah, waste our time on
0: Twitter with where's what my
1: thesaurus? Of, with what kind of content you want to hear? That'd be great. Or maybe people just don't have Twitter these days. I don't know.
0: Sorry, I was just dampening the tip.
1: That's fine. Just just a tip, though.
0: Um, just for a second, just to see how it feels. Uh, so, it is go tie. Hey, you know what this is. It's Trips Right with yeah, Ralph and Dave. It's Trips Right with Ralph and I'm Dave. I'm Dave. And I'm Ralph. That's and, right, Ralph. And we are so happy uh, to be here. You know, the, the uh, commissioner of the Guillotine League shot us a little compliment the other day in the league chat. He, he said... You know, you guys are real chill and actually pretty knowledgeable about football, and I thought, well, nobody said either one of those things about me ever.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was a ringing endorsement.
0: Yeah, I'll take it.
1: Stash Minchu. Listener number 25. Congratulations. (laughs) We have a a jersey for you. A Trips Right with Ralph and Dave jersey. Oh, that'd be awesome. A Trips
0: Right with Ralph and Dave jersey. football jersey. How cool would that be? Some merch you know my torch is uh, turned up too high? Nah. <laughs> you're supposed to toast the foot. Yeah, if that's not you're, toasting.
1: You're toasting the hell out of that thing.
0: <laughs> I don't know what it is. You're torching it. Oh, we went on Johnny Cash. Yep. That's depressing.
1: So we got some fantasy football stuff for your
0: ear holes. We're going to get started. I want more music. <laughs> it just feels right tonight.
1: Get it, Fergie. We have
0: fantasy football for your ear holes. We had a draft start, Westeros rookie draft. Yeah. That's our full IDP. That started.
1: And we had the guillotine draft start And it's going well.
0: slower than molasses in January. Really yes, slow. the guillotine started. That's going quicker. That's flying much, much better. That's for yeah. sure.
1: We, uh, I think we're six or seven rounds in. Jesus, is that not lit yet?
0: Well, first I toasted it, now I'm actually... Okay. Hey,
1: easy on the table. They heard... Sorry! Oh, see? I
0: just throw stuff down all over the place. You gotta
1: put some felt on the, uh, on the table or something. Well, you know
0: what else I was thinking was, is that uh, when you see a microphone that's like attached to something on the side, or it's like dangling, you know, like this? Yeah. You know, like this? Yeah. Up here? That's part of the reason. What's going on there?
1: Do you want to FaceTime with her
0: real quick? Oh, uh, live on the air? Sure. Yeah. Oh, your podcast. I forgot. Hey, babe, you're
1: live on the air on our podcast. Hey,
0: babe, you're live on the air on the podcast. Oh, hey. Hi. Prom date, what's going on? Oh, who's that big guy?
1: Graham's in the
0: hospital. We got to get stitches in his ear. Yep. In his ear? Graham, what happened, man?
1: Uh, at school,
0: I slept on water, and then I hit my ear on the table. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's quite the harrowing story. Yeah. We've been here four hours, and Dave is here with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is Mickey. We'll call. I'll call you later. Okay. Hey, good talking. We. We should have postponed the podcast, buddy.
1: We have Nick over. It's fine. (laughs) There's two kids at home. It's so easy. So much easier than three.
0: Compared to three. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, um, so we, I think you have some some fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know what else we have. We'll probably just go for it and see and see what we come up with here.
1: I have rankings, I have NFL power rankings. Oh I have a too soon pre preseason. Oh. I've only did top twelve. I didn't want to keep going. But spoiler alert, my last place team is gonna be the Texans.
0: That's everybody's last place team.
1: Uh they have a very oh, good too. shot at going 0 and 16. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. That's true.
0: Yeah, begin these Sam Howell sweepstakes now. Oh,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah or yeah. the Spencer Rattler sweepstakes, I oh, suppose. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably
0: should go for less of a knucklehead than the one they currently have, yeah. though.
1: <laughs> that's if he hangs on. Mm-hmm. He, he'll be dealt, I bet. We also have a, a few keep trade cuts yes, for you. Yes,
0: that's a fun game.
1: Uh, I've got some more memes I dug up to talk about. Uh, I've got a trade...
0: And uh, we got drafts. Yeah, and I've got some trade talks as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sweet. We, you want to jump into my par rankings logo? Let's do real it quickly. And I, you can chime in how you see fit.
0: I, I will chime in as I see fit.
1: You like that cigar?
0: I like it. Yeah. It's very skinny. Duque. Uh, do you need this ring? Yes, please. Okay, I will be gentle.
1: You are the first one. To have your lips around that one.
0: Whoa. <laughs> I don't even know how to.
1: Respond. So okay, number should I go one to twelve or twelve to one? What do you want? I would like. Or should I go twelve one eleven two ten three?
0: No, that's very confusing. I would like one.
1: You want 12. one to twelve? Okay, yes. uh, number one is going to be Tampa Bay. Obviously, they're the champs till they're not. I said that about Casey last year. Okay. Again, it's too soon pre preseason rankings. Yeah. So. Super early. Yeah. Uh, Next is KC. They're still top team. Yeah. They just didn't win it last year.
0: True. Uh, Yes. Very uh, astute assessment. They'll they'll win it this year. Oh, shoot. That was me. No, but I have to, I have to, I wonder, okay, hold on. Will I, did it keep recording? Okay. And we're back. Hey, hey, and we're back.
1: Uh, At three, I've got Buffalo. Okay. They are a young team that's only getting better. Then I have uh, Baltimore with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Anything's possible. Anything's possible oh.
0: for all my people in soda. Um,
1: then I've got the Rams. They had an upgrade at QB, mm. and he's got lots of weapons. Stafford does. And that
0: defense has they, lost a lot. Yeah, but they are
1: intriguing. Okay. Uh, then I put Pittsburgh. They've got one last hurrah with Big Ben and Mike Tomlin. And they've got a shiny new rookie. At running back, so we'll see how uh, how that goes. They're probably a little high for a lot of people's tastes, but it's my rankings. You guys make your own.
0: Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> that's really horrible to have them that high. But uh, What do I know?
1: Next I have Seattle. Hmm. Yep. Russell okay. Wilson's going to be mowed. If you own Russell Wilson, he's going to get you some points. He's going to be slanging it.
0: I wonder who just took him in the...
1: Guillotine. Some people call it guillotine. Some people call guillotine. And then I've got Tennessee. Are you from Nashville by chance?
0: Because you're the only ten I see. You're the only ten I Uh, see. You're you're very smooth.
1: Uh, I know. Uh, Because they've got Tanny Henry and AJ Brown. They've got a pretty good offense. Mm -hmm. They've got a vaunted offense. I like Mm -hmm. that word. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I got Cleveland. I got your boys. Um with a healthy and uh, focused ODB they can be pretty dangerous. Okay. Just wait. After them I've got Indy. Wentz is lucky to be in control of such a great offense. And they've got a great coach too. Fair. Great just management all around. It's a well-run team. Then I've got Miami at 11. Ooh. Uh, they're only going to get better.
0: It's a hot take. Yeah.
1: Okay. I do love me some Miami Brian sure, Flores. Sure 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 Tua sure.
0: sure Two over sure, the four-year sure. under his belt. Sure, 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 sure. No sure. if
1: it's magic to guide him?
0: On Madden 21, I have won uh, multiple Super Bowls with them. Of course you have. Mostly J.K. Dobbins. He runs for a lot of yards and touchdowns. So, what
1: did you give up to get J.K. Dobbins? It, On the it game? A, yeah, or was it a draft? You had to trade him from the Ravens?
0: I, I would have traded something for him. Yeah, I don't remember. Probably. A first and whatever running back I had.
1: Do you have automatic trades turned on, or do they have to make sense?
0: Well, I should change it to automatic because I've been trying to get CD. I literally can't acquire CD Lamb. C. D. I C. literally can't acquire him. I I I put it my highest ranked player and two firsts, and they won't accept it. Wow! Highest ranked player. That's the other team's need. And two first, they won't accept it. Jeez. So I should just turn it to. But I, I already don't have the salary cap on though, oh, and I okay. feel like at what point is it just too easy? Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> and then at twelve, I've got San Fran. I mean, they can. They've shown they can win with Jimmy G at the helm. I mean, they were like, I don't remember what the stat was. There was like twenty-two and three or something with Jimmy G, and they want to get rid of him. I just don't understand that. But he's just, just yeah, but he wins. Is it because Does they have a good know? team? Who knows? But that's my top twelve.
0: All right, very nice.
1: Were there any glaring omissions that you could think of?
0: Um, I think not having the Cleveland Browns in there is interesting. Holy hell! You were not listening. Were they in there?
1: With a healthy and focused ODB, the Browns can be dangerous.
0: Yeah, I definitely wasn't listening. Jesus, sorry. do you
1: need me to go through it again?
0: No, I. I'm sorry. I listened for a while. I heard most of them. But I they could. Were... I could probably list off most of them you had on they there. They were ninth. They were ninth. Yes. Okay.
1: You tuned out. So at there eight. was a
0: point that, but I came back in because I did hear Miami. Yeah. And they were eleven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just had a moment there. I had a lapse.
1: Besides the Browns, any glaring omissions?
0: And I don't know how you can't put the Chiefs in there. <laughs> that one was a joke. They barely. That made one it. was a joke. That was pretty I knew funny. they were nice in there. Thank you. All right well done (laughs) (laughs) ooh that was a ring you didn't even try for it i bet that's cool well done yeah uh all right what's next i mean i can keep the train rolling you want to hear some memes let's hear some memes and then let's get into guillotine meme time it's meme time get your memes out did you just make that song up that's pretty good i'm not gonna i'm not even mad that's amazing how do you
1: feel about guy fieri are you a fan of? I hate that? him. You hate him. Hate him with the fire of a thousand suns. This gonna make you suns. hate him even more.
0: Hate him with the fire of the a thousand. The Food
1: suns. Network is paying Guy Fieri eighty million dollars over three years. That's twenty six point six million annually. He would be the fifteenth highest paid player in the NFL. That'd be more than Brady, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Julio Jones, Beckham, Jalen
0: Ramsey, and Amari uh, Cooper. What are they paying him for? Diners, drive-ins, and dives still? I mean, he has all those shows. What other shows does he have? He does that supermarket thing. Oh, the supermarket dash thing. Yeah,
1: and I mean, isn't he the face of the Food Network? Gross.
0: I, what annoys me about Guy is that he, he won't just let... The very talented chefs on Diners, Drive-Ins, and and Dives. Yeah. He won't just let them talk about their recipes and their strategies and stuff. He has to, like, bump in with, oh, you got some paprika there? Oh, okay. Oh, and you just stir it up? Oh, that's what I would do, too. Like, he has to put in his own opinion, like, just to hear himself talk to sound knowledgeable. That's
1: why he makes the big bucks.
0: That's why he makes the big bucks? That's why I want to punch him in the mouth. Uh I don't actually want to punch him in the mouth, but... He's annoying.
1: If he were standing right in front of you, would you say that to his face?
0: Well, no. He's a famous person with a lot of money.
1: So? You wouldn't want to speak your mind? You would never see him again, ever. Obviously, don't punch him, but...
0: I tend to try to take the high road, Dave, in case you hadn't recognized that. Sure. We don't all take the high road. (laughs)
1: ASCAR.
0: <laughs> excuse me
1: all right on to the next Woo. one pardon me let's talk about jerry rice shall we okay shall we after he turned 40 jerry rice had 185 catches for 2500 yards and 12 touchdowns
0: that's insane
1: all other players in nfl history have after turning 40 have combined for two catches and four receiving yards the two catches were made by tom brady and bet Favre. Well, they weren't even made by receivers over 40. They were made by Brady and Favre catching passes. What? Yeah.
0: Well, that's just weird.
1: That's a great
0: uh that's a great record. I love that. Yeah, that's pretty good.
1: Hey, we talked about Russell Wilson before. He's the only Wilson! Fa- He's the only quarterback in history to lead his team to 9 plus wins in each of his first 9 seasons.
0: You're gonna have to say that again. I got distracted
1: only quarterback to lead his team to nine plus wins in each of his first nine seasons
0: does it seem like he's been in a league for nine years he's a gamer he's got a baby he's face. a baller he's a playmaker and a shot caller in case you didn't know he got tebowed he shattered the mold and all he does is win uh, uh, all he does is win games listen i got tebowed he shattered the mold i mean it made sense until tebow was in it because i was singing about russell wilson being yeah. a gamer Okay, anyway.
1: Sure. Um, this was a fun one. Time spent on the ground after an injury.
0: LeBron James with Sweet. four years.
1: This baseball player Oh, I saw this. <laughs> he this baseball guy spent thirty-six seconds on the ground after getting hit in the face by a ninety-four mile power fastball.
0: And he looked like he got hit in the face by a ninety mile, yeah. mile power fastball. Yeah, his
1: face is, is shot. Uh Joe Burrow spent seventy-eight seconds on the ground after tearing his ACL, MCL and other knee damage. 78 seconds. He's a gamer.
0: LeBron James
1: spent 80 seconds on the ground after getting poked in the eye.
0: And to add on to that, he didn't even actually get poked in the eye.
1: He never actually gets
0: no, he's pathetic. Um, I've got one for. Uh, he's Cleveland's greatest mistake, and I am remembering John or uh, Drew Carey exists. Yeah, <laughs> John Carey. John Carey. No, Drew Carey. Drew. Drew Carey exists, and I still think LeBron is Cleveland's greatest mistake.
1: You're not a Drew Carey fan. You
0: no, know, he's like negative funny, and the fact that he's the guy from Cleveland is like,
1: he does have his moments. So, I... Drew
0: Carey show wasn't funny. Um, he was the least funny part of Whose Line Is It Anyway, for well, yeah. sure. He was terrible on that. He was terrible. And I'm sorry, you can't replace Bob Barker. Nobody you just can't.
1: can't. He, uh, I read his book that he wrote years ago, Drew Carey, and uh, what he would do, he probably still does it, when it's raining really hard, he'll speed to make the troopers and cops that catch him present the ticket to him in the rain just to be a jerk. It's pretty funny. That was funnier in my head. Never mind. All right, so uh, I've got a list of Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL that have played in years past and currently. goes back all the way to 1982. You weren't even alive then.
0: And what am I doing with this list? You're just just telling me? I'm just going to tell you, yeah. Because I could name you all the quarterbacks that have failed off the top of my head. I know you could. Just listen. Okay.
1: Art Schlichter. Were you going to name that one first? Yeah, no. Mike Tomzak, Tom Tupa, who actually turned into to be a punter. Not a bad punter. Kent Graham, Bobby Hoying, Joe Germain, Craig Krenzel, Troy Smith, Terrell Pryor, Carl Dale Jones, D. Wayne Haskins. Um, they all have something in common, aside from being Ohio State quarterbacks.
0: Um, I'm trying to remember what the stat was because I have heard it. They haven't. Something that
1: uh, hopefully Justin Fields will break.
0: Uh, winning? I mean, for sure none of those guys have had a winning season.
1: It's zero Pro Bowls.
0: Pro Bowls, got yeah. it. Yeah.
1: So... Fields
0: is a much better prospect than any of those guys ever were.
1: Isn't that what you guys said about Dwayne Haskins coming out? Uh, No. No?
0: No, he was like a one-year guy. I mean, Justin Fields has been getting groomed for stardom stardom since you know middle school, like very comparable to to Trevor Lawrence.
1: Okay,
0: Haskins, not so much. Um, that's a dumb one. I still can't believe Cardell Jones did not come out after he won us the national championship because his stock could not have been higher. That's true. And he stayed for another year, which Ohio State fans appreciate. Yeah. But like that was pretty dumb of him for yeah. his life choices, you know. That's pretty silly.
1: Total playoff wins. Tom Brady has 34. The Dallas Cowboys have 35. Wow. <laughs> and we all know the Cowboys' favorite cable channel is ESPN Classics, right? Although Cowboys fans Talking about how good they used to be.
0: Yeah.
1: The only retired player with at least 1,300 scrimmage yards in every one of his NFL seasons. Do you want to take a guess? 1,300 yards from scrimmage in every one of his seasons.
0: Is it a cowboy? Is that where you're no, going with this? this oh, you're just one. saying in general? Yeah, it's with everyone. I mean, I want to say Tomlinson again.
1: Mm-hmm. No? Mm.
0: Not Edmund Smith. He played too long.
1: Right. It's not Edmund Smith. Think of a running back who uh, maybe retired too soon.
0: Retired too so- Barry Sanders. Yep.
1: He was so good.
0: Turns out if you play for the Lions, you're ready to just take your ball and go home. That's very true. <laughs>
1: Uh, I've got most playoff wins since the merger. Patriots 36, Steelers 36, Cowboys 34, Niners 32. I've got fewest playoff wins since the merger. Year Browns with five, Bengals five, Texans four, Lions one. Yikes. Oof. That's wrong. This, one, this one's even more dismal. This is actually pretty funny. Facebook was founded in 2004. Twitter was founded in 2006, okay? No Raiders fan has ever posted on Facebook or tweeted to celebrate a Raiders postseason win. (laughs) Wow.
0: And that's going to continue this year. Yeah, it sure will. Yeah, absolutely. Sure it will. Absolutely.
1: Last year, your boy Travis Kelsey had a historic season. 100 receptions, 1,400 yards, and 10 touchdowns. Julio Jones, Calvin Johnson, Chad Johnson, Andre Johnson, they never did it. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he good.
1: He's special. And this stat is still is my favorite all-time stat ever of Larry Johnson, Larry Legend. More tackles than drops in his career.
0: Larry Johnson?
1: I'm sorry, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> I was stuck on all the Johnson in the last one.
0: That's what Larry thought. Legend,
1: Larry Fitzgerald. More tackles and drops, seventeen seasons, fourteen hundred receptions, forty-one career tackles, thirty career drops. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, he's he dead. good?
0: Is he retiring?
1: I would love to see him come to the Vikings.
0: <laughs> wow, just end his career back in his yeah, hometown. That'd be a nice that'd possession receiver. Yeah, that'd be something. I
1: mean, if the Vikings miss out on Julio Jones, Fitzgerald would be a nice oh consolation.
0: You're never getting Julio.
1: And then lastly, despite being drafted in 2014, Mike Evans has more career receiving touchdowns than each of these players drafted after him. DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, and Julio Jones. That's
0: pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. That's all I got for you. Well, thank you for sharing that with me, Dave. I really appreciated it.
1: Memes, 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 come and get your memes. <laughs> That was different than the first one, I think.
0: Wow, that was pretty good. Wait, you sang the first time around?
1: Yeah, you asked. Dude, my
0: focus is rough.
1: You asked, did you
0: just make that up? Yeah, my focus is rough tonight. I know, I'm sorry.
1: Should we pause this and come back? You know what it was? You
0: know what it was? Today was track and field day. I got Mm. too much sun. I got too much sun. I was basically playing whack-a-mole all day because these kids have not had anything fun for the last uh, year and a half.
1: Did the teachers go up against the kids in um, Tug of War? Did you guys do that?
0: Tug of War? It's covid times. How dare you? Oh, you don't do tug of war? No. no. Cuz you would have had to disinfect the rope. <laughs> <laughs> Just Sadly, I'm not kidding. They would have wanted to disinfect the rope, so no, we did not have tug of war. That's too bad. And I love tug of war.
1: I'll actually on our break, I'll show you a video of the boys tug of war when they had track and field in
0: first grade. Such a great moment. Every year I'm basically begging the gym teachers to let, to have a teacher tug of war. The problem is it's all ladies and none of them have want to have any fun. And so nobody wants to do it. So they're all just out there. So I've successfully gotten the tug of war going maybe three years of the 15 I've been there. Yeah. Like I'm trying to do like, let's do some teacher relay races. We did that one year and we were all goofy and everything do some tug of war. Nobody wants to do it but me. I'm like, you're all a bunch of lamos, man. There was one year we did it, and the team I was playing against, I was ready to dig in. I was gonna pull that oh, yeah. rope. I was so excited, oh, you know, because yeah. I'm like the youngest and strongest <laughs> of everybody. Now that's saying something. But of the staff, I'm the youngest and strongest. Sure. And the other team, he blows the whistle, and they all just drop the rope, like basically forfeited. They thought that'd be funny. I was so pissed. Because I actually wanted to tug of war.
1: I will never forget our class in fifth grade. Charlie Tell was his name. He's a big kid. I mean, he was rather rotund. He wrapped himself. The around, anchor. Oh, he wrapped himself around the end of that rope. We never lost.
0: Yeah, you gotta have a good anchor.
1: I mean, he pretty much could have won it by himself. He I, he was solid too. It was there was no fluff to him. He was he was just solid. Charlie oh. Telf. I wonder what he's doing these days.
0: Should, uh, He is a... Uh, Super wrestler. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had something funnier to say, but I didn't. Turns out... Hey, let's talk about this guillotine league.
1: Yeah, it's been
0: fun. So, worst team each week eliminated. Their players yeah. go to the waiver wire. Sure do. So, I don't think we actually talked last week about... Um, any drafting strategies that are specific to guillotine? No,
1: we had just established um, who I was
0: taking one one,
1: that and the order and all that. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. So, a couple strategies going into a uh, going into a guillotine. So, uh, number one is that you want guys who are safe and established. Yes. For the most part. Especially with your first couple rounds, you can't have a bust.
1: And actually, even before that, the number one rule is establish positions. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a super flex or not, <laughs> if it's tight Shut end, up, Dave, it's tight end premium, you should establish that yes. first before you dive in. That just, is that
0: is very true. Just um, it out there. Yes. Yeah, so know the positions. I mean, that's really any league that you're in. You should know the positions mm-hmm. and the scoring. Uh, but no, you should you should definitely first couple rounds. You can't have a bust. You need your first and second round picks to produce. Yeah, no so, no
1: reaches. You don't want to no, get cute in these leagues. No,
0: don't get cute. Don't no. reach. So, um, so you want to take guys that are uh, locked in, gonna produce, and there's not much doubt about it. You want um, those surefire studs. You don't want duds. I think, generally speaking, I think people should be more weary of rookies because even the best ones sometimes don't come strongly out of the gate or perform strongly out of the gate. Um,
1: Yep, and that's actually why I didn't take a certain rookie that was drafted right after one of my picks. But we can get to that as well.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Oh, that one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have taken him if he would have made it back to me. Would you? Um, The other thing is uh, looking at the first couple weeks schedule Mm -hmm. because uh if you have like you know especially this year so like houston is considered to be the worst team and it's not particularly close the jaguars play them week one so if you have a guy where you know if you're trying to make the decision between a couple of guys and the tiebreaker can be a juicy week one matchup that can be very advantageous because again, you just don't want to be last. Right. So surviving that first week is crucial. So if you've got an easy matchup that first week, that makes a big difference. It's
1: like the old analogy of getting chased by a bear. Yes, you have to be the fastest, just faster than the slowest person. Yep,
0: you're really liking that one recently. I, I do actually. Um. So those are uh those are kind of the main kind of the main things. Um, I guess generally you don't want to have weak spots either, I guess, mm. as far as positions go. So, like, I took a running back. Now, granted, it's the one running back I actually care enough to take generally. Right. But uh, I didn't want to wait forever on running back the same way that I normally do because you can't have one position that just isn't doing anything. Correct. You know, and, and I think in a lot of ways you're – this is a redraft. It's a unique redraft, but it is a redraft. Yeah. So some of the things you – normally think about with um that you normally think about with uh dynasty mm. you're gonna try to get out of your brain i mean how often do i skip over cd lamb in favor of right. terry mclaurin not really ever i mean i take cd lamb as high as anybody but not in this format he won a couple picks after me yeah. so
1: and i did uh go the longest without drafting a running back so i won that award
0: you went the longest without a running back? Well, yeah, because it, that's how it fell to you. Yeah, you, uh, yeah.
1: And then uh, there are, so we have two. Do you like it? It's good Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it's really Urban good. Urban growler, nice eh? Yeah, they're in St. Paul. It's very smooth. Um, we have so far one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams without a quarterback. Yep. So they're waiting. We have a few teams in a tight end premium that don't have a tight end yet. A couple teams have
0: two. Sure. So
1: it's the Pickens is getting slim on the old tight end position now.
0: And I considered, I mean, we'll go through at least the first couple of rounds mm-hmm. and then our picks, but I, I I was thinking to myself, Self, when I got to the 4-5 turn, I was hoping to do like Pitts and Hawkinson, Pitts and Goddard, something sure. like that. Um just take advantage of flexes with that tight end premium but they all the guys that were worth taking kind of went to that point so it didn't end up being an option for me yep which is probably for the best cuz i like how my team has stacked up since then so yeah
1: i think we can both say that we are happy with our teams at this point
0: definitely definitely yeah. definitely yeah yeah all right let's get this going so this is 16 teams uh, because, obviously, one is eliminated each week until the, cha- <laughs> till the obviously. championship. Obviously. Um, till the championships. So, I start off, I teased it last week with 1-1. I took Travis Kelsey with the tight end premium. Uh, the only compliment was the commissioner, I mean, the only comment was the commissioner saying, well, in this format, I mean, you don't have a better avant- positional advantage than that, so I can't fault you for it. That's and nobody exactly
1: what we were talking about.
0: Nobody talked crap on me, and I was yeah. ready to get a lot of flack for it, so... Yeah. That was pretty good.
1: Or maybe they just weren't paying
0: attention. Maybe they weren't paying attention.
1: Because the the first few picks went pretty quick too, which was nice. And we do have one guy in Japan that we're waiting on. Yeah. But we're not waiting too long, which is nice. I mean,
0: you wait overnight and then the next day it gets going again. It is what it is. Um so for the next four picks, we had running backs, McCaffrey, Barkley, Cook, Kamara. I feel like that's pretty chalk. Not surprising at all. Uh, and then at 1-6 was George Kittle, who you were hoping was going to make it back to you, but Maybe. that was probably kind of a pipe dream. It would have been nice. Because um, Waller went right before you as yeah. well. So the three three top tight ends, by most people's whatever, um, went. So then 1-7, Henry, 1-8, Adams, 1-9, Jonathan Taylor, Uh, And then Tyreek Hill, Cam Akers at 111, I thought was early. That makes me a little bit nervous. Zeke, Chubb, Waller at 114. Diggs, and then it gets to Big Dave Dizzle at the turn, 116 and 2-1. That's what my people call me. Um,
1: So I wanted to go uh, wide receiver, wide receiver in a PPR league. I wanted to double up, and I had two guys that fell to me. DeAndre Hopkins and A.J. Brown. Yep. Arguably, some might say one A, one B of uh, wide receivers.
0: I mean, if you if people want running backs, that's one thing. But yeah. taking Diggs over Hopkins, I don't understand. Yeah, it just seems very strange to me. Uh, now you were going to take two wide receivers, no matter what. Yes, it wasn't just those two guys. It was that was always your strategy. Yep, I was
1: surprised Darren Waller went as quick as he did. But again, in tight end premium, uh, not that I was going to pick him. But uh, Is,
0: other than Kelsey, who I took, is Kittle the only tight end you would have considered at the turn? Yes. Okay.
1: Yep. Because um, really those are the only two that really give you the positional advantage, right? Yeah, fair. Uh, I, I was considering Metcalf and, uh, and uh, my man J.J., um, but I, I went with
0: the guys that are established, you know, <sighs> JJ a good example where <clears throat> he had an amazing rookie year last year, yep. but you just want to see it, you know, if it's a dynasty great, yeah. like cash in, like, like pay what it takes to get him, hold him, whatever. But in this kind of a format, I mean, what if it's not as great in the sophomore year? What if they go back to wanting to run the ball and he doesn't get those opportunities? And
1: now teams can key on him because they know what to expect from him. So, yeah, there's a sophomore slump to think about. Um, There's the teams focusing on him now because he's such a weapon. And then you got that
0: week one dud, and now, boom, you're eliminated. and Somebody else is going to deal with J.J. Right,
1: yeah. So then after... Uh, Nuke and A.J. Brown went to me. Metcalf goes. And then Aaron Jones, Calvin Ridley, Austin Eckler, yeah. and then J.J. And then Antonio Gibson, that feisty little Swiss Army knife. Uh, Michael Thomas goes after him, DeAndre Swift. And then our first quarterback goes with Patty Patrick Mahomes. Oh well, yeah,
0: I don't know what that was. Yeah, I was very much hoping that Mahomes would make it to me at the turn. Yeah. You you had commented he'll go in the next five picks. Yep. There's no way he'll make it to the turn. Yep. But he was six picks for making it to the turn. It would have been pretty sweet because I thought if I could have Kelsey Mahomes, that would have been mm-hmm. epic. But he did not get as close even as I would have liked. So correct. So that was a two ten.
1: Yeah, that was a two ten, and then a Rob. Goes to 11 then Mixon next, Keenan Allen, C-E-H, Miles Sanders, and then R3, Dog 21 is up at the turn.
0: All right, so I have the 2-3 turn, and I was planning on J.K. Dobbins from the get-go. J.K. Dobbins, no matter what? Just kidding, Dobbins, no matter what. So I was planning on him at the turn, no matter what. Um, I was just hoping he didn't go. I just... I mean, we've been over this. I think he's he's pretty much the only running back I would ever target. You think he's the bee's knees. We I think he's the bee's knees. He's the running back I would take over most players um, straight up. So uh, I think he's going to have a huge year. I got him here. And then I was looking at the available um, wide receivers, and I wanted the guy who... Is going to get a huge target share on his team, Mm -hmm. not sharing. That's why I skipped CeeDee Lamb. He's still got Cooper to compete with, even though he's going to have Prescott back. DJ Moore's got a new quarterback. Godwin doesn't get a great target share with with, uh, Evans Evans there and with Brady. Um, You know, there were some other options. I went Terry McLaurin. I thought, uh, you know, he is the alpha on his team. And he's got Ryan Fitz, FitzMagic, who is going to be slinging that ball around. Yeah, that's true. And I want to be the uh, I want to be the one benefiting from that. So J.K. Dobbins and Terry McLaurin to go with Kelsey for my start. Yeah. All right. Continuing in the third round, three two Montgomery, On to C.D. Lamb, Josh Jacobs, D.J. Moore, Najee Harris at three uh, six, Godwin Carson Andrews at three nine, Mike Evans. I thought Miles Gaskin was an interesting pick at three eleven. That yes. felt that felt desperate. That felt like the move of somebody who had no running backs yet, except it's the guy who already has Cam Akers. Yeah. This I feel like is a team that is very if I had to put a bet on a team that's going to be eliminated week one, this is the team I bet on, and we'll we'll get to the rest of their picks in a bit. Yeah. So Gaskin at three eleven. Amari Cooper at three twelve. Robert Woods at Robert Woods at 3:13, uh, Julio Jones, Josh Allen went at 3:15, and I know you were hoping for him.
1: Yeah, it was right around the 3:10 mark we were chatting, and my ultimate uh, combo would have been Josh Allen, Dallas Goddard, is what I was hoping.
0: I believe you said pray for me that my that Allen and Goddard make it to me.
1: Right, and uh, you obviously and I did.
0: You didn't pray? No, hard, I no. did. I did. I prayed hard. Yeah, no,
1: you did. So, Alan goes one pick ahead of me. Who are
0: you to say how hard I prayed? <laughs> hey, my wife's a pastor, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in with the big guys.
1: Yeah, we, we're on a first-name basis. Um, so, Alan goes, and then I went Kyler Murray as my quarterback. So, not a bad secondary to Josh Allen. Still, nice consolation yeah, prize. Con, that's the word I was looking for, consolation.
0: I knew you were, buddy. And
1: then I still See, went See, we're
0: so good at finishing each other's... Sandwiches. I was on a conference call. I know. it's a good story. We'll save that
1: for later. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I went Goddard. And then Kyle Pitts went next. And, again, I was thinking of Pitts. Um, but, you know, with the, the first couple of weeks of the season, the tight end position is still tough to to get. And, you know, Pitts may have a bit of a ramp-up time.
0: He's going to be amazing. But week one, you don't want that to be the reason. You know, being in love with Kyle Pitts, you don't want that to be the reason he get eliminated. Right.
1: Obviously take him really early in uh dynasty startups, but I mean he went pretty much where you'd expect him to go, but I I'm gonna go Goddard, especially if they're getting rid of Ertz. I want I want Goddard. I want I want Hertz's safety blanket.
0: Do you, Goddard. Have you heard anybody higher on Pitts than me? Just Pitts' mom. That I because I would take him In a one QB, I would take him Mm 1-1. And in a super flex, I would take Lawrence and then Pitts 1-2. Yeah. I think I'm bullish. You're rather bullish. I'm rather bullish.
1: Uh, So then we had Hunt go next. Lamar Jackson at 4-4. TJ Hawkinson at 4-5. Cooper Cup goes at 4-6. That's the
0: Miles Gaskin owner. Yep.
1: Uh, Fant Stafford. And then we had our first trade pick. Uh, went to the commish with Deontay Johnson. Adam Thielen goes next. Dak is the next quarterback taken. Uh, then Gusecki, Etienne, Brandon Nayuk, and Justin Herbert at 415. And then we've got Ralph at the 4-5
0: turn. And I was, I, I was eyeing oh. quarterback. Yeah. And, again, Dak Prescott, I thought he would make it to me, and he got five picks away from me. So... I didn't get him. And then Herbert, I was like, okay, I'll go Herbert. Well, he went right before my pick. So I'm looking at my options, and Russell Wilson, you know, I'm not a big fan, but I think he always, you know, again, guillotine strategy specifically, he always starts the year strong. Mm -hmm. Slinging the ball all over the place, Mm -hmm. going crazy, and then they... For some reason, they shift as the year goes on and get into more more of a running kind of a thing, and and he doesn't throw as much. So, Pete Carroll. So my thinking is start strong with Wilson, and uh, and and reap the reap the rewards of the beginning of the year, mm-hmm. stay alive, and then at some point, I'll hopefully, I can um, get another quarterback. Totes. Uh, and then I was looking at my options next. You know, there were guys like Kenny Galladay going to a new team. Lockett, who I would have teamed up with Wilson, but he's pretty inconsistent. Jamar Chase, you know, shiny new toy, guys like that. But I I went with T Higgins. I'm thinking he already has a rapport with Burrow. Yeah. Jamar Chase is going to demand coverage, mm-hmm. and so that will open up Higgins a little bit. And with Higgins already having the rapport, I just I think early on that's going to be you know Chase will pass him up at some point. Yeah. But I feel like early on I think T. Higgins is gonna be um is gonna be the guy and getting the getting the love from Joe Burrow. So I like it. So that was my plan there. So my team so far is Travis Kelsey, J. K. Dobbins, Terry McLaurin, Russell Wilson, and T Higgins.
1: Nice. And update on Graham all done with four stitches. What a trooper.
0: What a trooper. Yeah. Good for him. Chicks dig scars. Chicks dig scars. Yep. Too bad I never had any scars. (laughs) I just had to rely on the blue eyes. Um, All right, round five. Let's get this going. Five-two. So you got your boy Irv Smith, Mm -hmm. Cortland Sutton, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Jamar Chase, Melvin Gordon, Juju, Devonta Smith, Chase Claypool, Chase Edmonds, from to the, the, to the so, he's got it.
1: Akers, Gaskin, and Edmonds.
0: He's going to have to use one of them as flex. Yeah. Um, ODB, James Robinson, Javante Williams, uh, Ronald Jones, and then back to Big Dave Dizzle. I'm already starting to
1: think what I'm going to bid on for Justin Jefferson after week one.
0: Because <laughs> that team just is for sure going to be out. Yeah.
1: Um, so... Uh, There was one wide receiver that I saw that I did check. He hasn't been taken yet? Uh Huh? Actually, uh, rewind.
0: (laughs) I was
1: secretly hoping that Big Irv would fall to me at the next turn. Hmm. I would have doubled up on tight ends if it would have been Big Irv. Sure. But he went way, 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 way there at five two, and I was picking at five sixteen. DJ Chark was still available.
0: Do 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 do. DJ Chark
1: do 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 do. DJ Chark do 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 do. And we were texting, and you had mentioned that you think it might take some time for him and T Law to vibe. Yep. Whereas I think that he is going to lean on DJ Chark. And, and I have DJ
0: Chark in many places. And pepper him. Many places, and I'm hoping right from the get go they have a rapport and he mm. leans on him. But in this kind of a format, that was why I didn't consider him over T. Higgins.
1: Yeah. But as my third wide receiver, I mean, that's oh, sure. it's not bad to have Sure, sure,
0: sure, 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 sure. And then... I loved your next pick. Yeah. I thought it was juicy. Hey,
1: thanks. So I finally, after all this time, I got a running back. I got Mike Davis yeah, from Atlanta. You yeah, you did. Um, Gurley's gone. What's his nuts is gone, too. What was the other guy? Well, he's gone. Edo Smith. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, when CMAC was gone last year, Mike Davis stepped in admirably. He did. And he crushed it. True. So I was happy to get Mike Davis. Truth. Uh, so then we got, uh, to finish out round six, uh, James Conner, Raheem Mostert, big Rob Gronkowski. Oh.
0: What? I thought Rob Gronkowski was a real reach. That's somebody who doesn't have a tight end and is panicking. Right. And, 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 and taking Rob Gronkowski... Over Hunter Henry and Janu. Like, I'd rather have one of the Patriots guys and than Gronkowski. Even
1: Evan Ingram or Logan Thomas.
0: Yeah, it was very, I thought it was a very, very reachy. Yeah. Very it's, reachy. Smells an awful reachy. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Gronk, Higby, Ingram, a little tight end run. Chenault went and then Jason yeah, Sermon.
0: That felt like a reach too, Chenault. Chenault. Sermon is just because of the Jeff Wilson injury news.
1: Yeah. Uh then Aaron Rodgers finally went. He he's fallen. We'll oh, see. We literally
0: had a pick just now. Yep. Pop up wow. onto the old screen. Man. Alright, continue.
1: So Judy goes at six ten, David Johnson at six eleven, Marquise Brown, Leonard Fournette, Rondell Moore, and Debo Samuel, and then Ralph's on with six and seven.
0: Yeah, there were some guys that I would have jumped on. I mean, I would have taken Trey Sermon with the news, but once that news came out, that just that's whoever basically whoever's picking when you find out one of those running backs got injured. That's yeah. that's um, when Trey Sermon yep. goes because he's already had a lot of hype, mm-hmm. and then you take one of those running backs away for a few months. Don't that, that's big. Um, you know, guys like Rondell Moore, Fournette, I would have considered. Um, but it ended up being that I was just looking at who was going to get opportunities and I thought...
1: You couldn't take Fournette because he
0: was already picked. No, that's the guys that I was hoping would fall to me.
1: Sorry, I pulled a Ralph. I wasn't paying attention.
0: <laughs> no, I was hoping Fournette would oh, fall to me. Okay. I know sure, he sure, wasn't there. Sure, I didn't sure, skip sure. him. Sure, he sure. skipped me. Sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. Uh, So I looked at uh, Michael Carter... Uh, for the jets, I'm thinking, you know, that's a guy that that new regime drafted and he could get a lot of work this year. So I thought that could be, uh, could be promising. And then I went with Jalen Waddle. I'm hoping I have enough faith in that coaching staff and that, uh, team that to take him as high as they did, they're going to get creative and use him and a lot, you know, get him in space and, and use him creatively. And uh, get him really active because I don't know why you draft a guy like that so high if you're not going to use him. Exactly. He also has the rapport with Tua, having played with the you know having played together in college. So Michael Carter and Waddle to go with Higgins, Wilson, McLaurin, Dobbins, and Kelsey. So I'm really digging my team. And you know, once you get to the sixth, seventh round, okay, now I'll go a couple of rookies. It's just too risky to go in the first five rounds. Right, in my opinion. No, I understand. Completely. All right. And then we're into the seventh round, and that's where it's going to end here. So, 7-2. Hunter Henry. And then Robbie Anderson. Tyler
1: Boyd. Logan Thomas. Brandon Cooks. And the alert that came in was
0: Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry's a nice, steady pick in this kind of a format. Yeah, he's... And Boyd, actually. Boyd's not a bad pick, too. Yeah, but
1: Jarvis Landry is always going to get catches. He's always going to get yards for you. Yep. Um, So, he's... It's a fourth wide receiver. Well, actually, no, that's my team. Sucks. That's his second wide receiver, so he needed a wide receiver.
0: For who? Oh, because he's. Because that was a. That's the one thing I hate about looking at a draft board is with the trades, you can't tell. You have to go into a separate spot to see who's what. So, in my opinion, clearly the worst team is Cam Akers, Justin Jefferson, Miles Gaskin, Cooper Cup, Chase Edmonds, Evan Ingram. Yeah. Because you've got. Oh, good. Their trade went through. Oh, thank goodness. Can't wait to talk about that. With no names, because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Um You know, just looking at that team, you know, Edmonds, you're not sure Edmonds is gonna get a lot of carries. He's kind of, you know, got Connor and, and that kind of stuff. I mean, if Connor would have been there, Edmonds would've gone a lot sooner. True. Uh Goss uh Goskin. Gaskin, you're not really sure. Cooper Cup's got a new quarterback, Evan Ingram <clears throat> is you know, he's been bad, dropped a lot of balls and everything. So it's just a team with a lot of iffy situations. And
1: Rudolph is there now to to compete with him, too. Rudolph's pretty dependable. Makes some sick one-handed catches.
0: It's true. I mean, he leads Santa and the other reindeer through, like, some real foggy situations. With that big old red nose. So that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's
1: the Guillotine League. Yeah. Um, one note, one of the uh, most prolific kickers in the history... Of the NFL retired. Who? Vinatieri. Oh. he's finally done. He was still playing? Yeah.
0: I thought he died.
1: No, he's still going. Um, He uh, announced it on the Pat McAfee show since they were together in Indy.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Boy, everybody's got a podcast nowadays. Right. (laughs) I love it.
1: If you have a chance to listen to Pat McAfee, so good.
0: You probably have a hell of a lot more listeners than we have.
1: Well, yeah, he's nationally... Syndicated. You're
0: nationally syndicated. Someday.
1: <laughs> and then the other thing is uh, the debate about where Julio Jones is going to go. He was on with Skip and uh, uh, Shannon Sharp on their show. Mm-hmm. And there's a debate because uh, Sharp had him on speakerphone. He's like, I'm out. I'm out of Atlanta. I don't want to go back so they're trying to figure out if julio knew that he was on speakerphone or if he just thought he was talking to Chip sharp so that should be fun to to figure out because there's like laws in california where
0: oh uh, one party consent yeah, consent yeah 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 interesting so so where do you hope he goes that's realistic because everybody's going to say, "Oh, if he goes to if he goes to Kansas City." What? Right, yeah, he's not going to Kansas City. No.
1: I know that some players have been pushing for him to go there. Um like uh Derrick Henry, if he goes to Tennessee, get out. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, Tennessee would be pretty fun.
1: Um but I think my money bet would be the Patriots, actually. Okay. They need a number 1 wide receiver. And uh, I'm sure Belichick could make it work.
0: But the Falcons do want a
1: first for him, so we should see who is willing to pay up for that.
0: Well, that's true.
1: Yeah. That's very true. I mean, you look at other teams who need a number one. The Ravens, I mean, they could use him for sure. They don't really have a true number one. Marquise Brown couldn't get it done. They got my guy Bateman now, but...
0: The problem is there's so many teams where it'll be good for the team. It'll be good for the quarterback he's going to, but it's yeah. not going to help him because his best situation is where he's at now. Well, totally. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has it made there, but it's just... Made in the shade! Growing frustration with a, a star player, and now social media is so prevalent that you, you let him know right away, and then you got all these players who think they're entitled To get a Super Bowl. Like they've been in a league for so long that they just... And that goes with every sport too. Like they go title chasing. You know, back in the day, you were drafted for a team you retire with. You never had a chance to whine and and moan about where you are and then work your way out of a deal and get traded. That wasn't heard of back then. But now they're just big babies. They're entitled. They're given everything hate it that's the one thing i don't like about professional sports
0: yeah i could go on a lebron james rant again but i'm gonna i'm gonna not we should uh we'll take a little break come back and talk about westeros yeah got some trade offers some interesting trade conversations a little bit of drama not saved for your mama Mm -hmm. um we got the draft itself yeah Draft is actually happening. So, yeah, we got some we got some good stuff. So, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be back. In 2 and 2. News coming. Step by step. Ooh, <laughs> I,
1: gonna get I t- mean, you've played worse songs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. Thank step you. By
0: step. Uh, can you name all of them? Of the new kids on the block? Yeah. No. I can't either. There are boy bands that I could, but this isn't one of them. Okay, this was the other one I was considering, then I know you'll appreciate this one. In fact, we may have played this one before. Spin Doctor's Two Princes. Yeah,
1: buddy.
0: I don't know the words. It's good, mm-hmm. so. good times all right yeah. gotta love the 90s marry all right him
1: or marry me i'm, I'm the, the one, 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 you one you want no, baby can't one, you one. see i ain't got no future or family tree yeah that's how it works now obviously you played step by step because in building a dynasty team you've got to go step by step getting, Ooh, baby getting the right pieces in place yes right you got to get your Wahlbergs in there and uh that's all i know of the Members of New Kids on the Block. No, uh, Jordan something. Jordan he was, something.
0: He was the one on Surreal Life, wasn't he? Jordan M? Is over
1: the M? Jordan McAfee. I think it's Mick something. Jordan McKnight. Oh, McKnight! Yeah, hey, Nice!
0: Wow, I don't know where that came out
1: Teamwork of. makes a dream work, baby. All right, well
0: done. All right. Westeros. And that was Boy Band Chat with trips Wright, (laughs) Ralph and Dave. (laughs) All right, Westeros is our full IDP. Yes, it is. 10 offensive starters, 10 defensive starters, fairly shallow bench for the amount of starters there are.
1: And last year you had a chance to end it?
0: Uh, Was that last year that I had a chance to end it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: Adam came way victorious.
0: Yes, I had a chance to end it. I missed the playoffs, yep. and I won the consolation, which got me the 1-1. Yes. Uh, which, if you're not going to repeat, that's the next best thing mm-hmm. that can happen. So yeah. I was very happy with that. Um, and and my team is good. I had a couple of bad luck things down the stretch. So I, I was... Although, if you recall, I... Um, I'm trying to remember. I feel like I did outscore the playoff teams in the playoffs. I just didn't make it in. Yeah. So, Adam, you're lucky. I don't think Adam listens.
1: No. I came in third. Yes, you did. Yeah.
0: Yes, and we're all very impressed. Yeah, thanks. Um, so, one thing is that this league used to have the five taxi, spot, taxi squad yes. spots that we kept track of manually. So, basically, you had your 20 starters... You add your fifteen bench spots, which is pretty shallow for twenty Very starters. Yeah. But I lost that. I, I'm constantly telling, you know, like Danny always had an issue with it. I'm constantly saying, like, I fought for that for that fifteen spots, yep. fought for it. Yep. Um, and then we have the taxi squad spots. So the taxi squad spots were unprotected positions. So you had five taxi squad players. You could start them if you wanted, that's fine. But basically, there was one day a week during a range where you could post a... Tuesday it was. Tuesday. At 8 a.m., you could claim players from someone else's taxi. Yes. If you claimed a player from someone else's taxi, they then had to decide. Do they clear a, ro- a clear an active spot to move that player up? Meaning mm. they've got to drop an active player to keep yep. the taxi player. Or do they say fine, take them, and then the team that claimed them has to have an open spot to to claim them, and right. it can't be to their taxi; it has to be to uh, it has to be to, to their roster, their actual roster. roster yeah. So it was definitely juicy for a long time. But it, a lot of people messed it up. There was uh, it it had issues. It had issues. Yeah, it was hard to always know. It, it was hard to always know who was available and who wasn't based on the way we were doing it. That was why two years ago we instituted the you know, you actually had them on your ESPN roster and you could actually start them if yeah. you wanted to. Because before that, they appeared as though they were on the waiver wire if yeah. you looked on ESPN. And that was very confusing and for them. they people. would get picked so up constantly. And to drop there were issues them. with yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah. So then, that was when we put, you know, once we said they were going to be on the SBR on roster, saying they couldn't be started wasn't really going to work. Yeah. That that would have been extra confusing. So they were on the roster, you could start them, but then the claiming system. So then last year, oh, and I should say, I don't know how you feel about it, but for me, the annoying thing was every one of my roster spots is somebody that I think is going to blow up, mm-hmm. and so I do, you know, I've got, I've got all these spots that are kind of like positioned to like be the next guy, maybe. But if you've got somebody who doesn't do their research, doesn't look into it as much, you just keep an eye on Ralph's taxi, keep an eye on Adam's taxi, keep an eye on Dave's taxi. Oh, here's a guy that they clearly like and clear, you know, and I can just because I've done no research, I can just be claiming their guys constantly. And that was not the intention. Yeah. So last year with COVID, we were already going to be dealing with games possibly being canceled and all that kind of stuff. It was going to be hard enough to field a roster. And it turned out that was true. So, last year, um, Adam and I decided to just say, no taxi. Those are just bench spots. So, then I messaged, I, I texted him the other day and asked, you know, what do we do about the taxi? Do we bring it back? And he said what I was thinking, which is, let's just leave it off. Yeah. It's too much work to manage, and honestly, when you've got half the league is kind of amateurs it just doesn't feel right that you've got these guys constantly being sniped by people who aren't doing as much work as you, you know? So it's not going to be back. And remind me, I have to announce that I've got to post that to the group so everybody knows. And
1: plus going from having a taxi to not having a taxi to going back to having a taxi might be a little tough.
0: And without the taxi aspect, the benches are closer to, it might be 19 maybe, 19 or 20. So then you're talking equal bench to starting positions and now we're talking it's a little more reasonable yeah so um so then we get into the draft and this was another one where we tried to figure out a way to do it in person and i put out basically right before may i put out right after the draft the nfl draft i put out a thing that basically had it was a it was a survey monkey yep friday night saturday afternoon saturday night sunday afternoon for every weekend in may and not one of those days worked for... A, not one of those times worked for 100% of the people. Yeah, was Basically tough. 16 choices. And I'm looking the best option, 83% of the people could do it. And I'm yep. like... So finally, a week ago... Was it already a week ago? Yeah. So this is going slow. <laughs> yeah. A week ago, I just said to Adam... And Kurt was encouraging it. I, I was like, all right, because I have the 1-1. One, one. I'm like, what do you say I just post the rules, post my pick, and we just go for this? No clock let the draft run yep and it worked and that's what we did and And we got it going and it started rolling it really stalled hard at a few points um, that we can talk about a little bit we're not going to use names just i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but we will talk about it because you know how we're how we feel about drama save the drama for your mama true story all right um also another thing i'll mention is that you know how during the frozen draft <coughs> frozen is our super deep super deep senior dynasty um how it seemed like people had really done their research and really started to get better at this and really had shown that they've got some improvement going
1: yep. yeah that there's more parity that's the
0: word i like to use i didn't feel that way about this draft so far no Uh, There have been some picks that are very questionable. And we're going to talk about them. Let's talk about it. All right. There it is. All right. Ralph had the first pick. And I took Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, surprise, surprise. Hardest decision ever. And
0: Kurt's comment, because, you know, Kurt and Claire took over the team of the the guy who Zach basically shamed out of the league. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He quit, and he had a really good team. And then Claire and uh, and Kurt took it over and it ended up basically taking second place and getting the 111. And um, he said, wow, you're going to add Trevor Lawrence to the team you already had? And I said, <laughs> yep. That was the end of my story.
1: Great story. Oh, it's dead. And I had been trying this whole time to get into – the uh, first round because I traded away my second to Adam last year to help And that was the
0: only pick that was traded away. Going going into the strap other than I guess other than mine.
1: Yours for Claire's. Other
0: than my two which happened not too long ago. The only picks that were not belonging to the original owners.
1: And I will say not for lack of trying either because I you know I said off air that this is a tough league to trade in because there's not really a lot of communication in the league and i mean there's a few guys that i really never talked to so it makes it tough it's not like frozen where tons of trades happen or on sleeper you know something like that or even our past leagues where there were a lot of trades this is one of the more frustrating leagues that i'm in so there's sometimes where i'm just like F it, you know, I'm not even going to worry about trading. There's some times where I really try. Like I reached out to Aaron and Bill, Chris, Danny, even Justine, and I don't even get a reply back. I see that it was read because in WhatsApp you get the blue check mark that it was read. I get nothing back. And it's really frustrating.
0: Yeah, it is. And it's another I mean, I'll admit I do have an advantage because almost all of these folks I knew going in because I did the recruiting. And you're on, a, you're my on a texting basis. So that. I'm on a texting yeah. basis and it's definitely different, yeah. that's for sure. Um I think Chris is the only one that um that I didn't know coming in, but um yeah, it definitely changes things. Uh so you had traded away your second to Adam. Yes. going into the draft. Right. And I had traded away I acquired from Kurt I acquired 111 and 211 and I traded away Miles Sanders and Evan Ingram. Right. And at the time it looked like, boy, you're really giving away Miles Sanders for a bargain. Well, the shine is coming off of him fast. Yeah. And so now I look at who I got at those spots and I'm feeling pretty Pretty freaking great about it, so mm-hmm. um, we'll get into it in a second. So, All right, so 1-1, Trevor Lawrence. The 1-2, Justin Fields. Pretty straightforward there. Yep. 1-3, Jamar Chase. So, not that it's a horrible pick, but this is where we start getting a little bit questionable because okay. this is super flex. Um, nobody's really set at quarterback. You know, not many people are set at quarterback. I kind of am. Well, I, kind of, I mean, I kind of am too. Mahomes, but. Dak, and Burr, I'm, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, no, I okay, but what I'm no, what I'm what saying is mean, yeah. skipping Trey Lance and Zach Wilson is an interesting choice. Yeah. So Jamar Chase at one three, then one four, Trey Lance, and I think um uh, Zach and Mitch were very excited to get him there. And then Chris, I, I really tried to acquire. I tried to acquire 1-4. I tried to acquire 1-5. I've been doing so all off season to yeah. get Kyle Pitts. I know. And then there he goes, 1-5. That mm-hmm. was the end of that. So, you know, it is what it is. There he goes. Uh, at 1-6, we have Najee Harris go. Uh-huh. That was one, the Danny. 1-7, Devontae Smith. Do you
1: want to talk about the lol in the draft, or do you want to do that after
0: you go through the picks? Um, let's do it after. Let's just do, do it, it after. after. Yeah. So one eight, Drew gets a gift, yeah. and he takes Zach Wilson at one eight. I mean, to to get Zach Wilson in a super flex at one eight is pretty insane.
1: But not insane when you think about this league with with some of the questionable picks that are made.
0: Right, and this league has never this league has never prioritized quarterback. That's the other thing. I mean, there are super flex leagues where quarterbacks are not prioritized and you kind of just have to know your league and decide, okay, can I wait a little longer? I mean, I'm one where if it's a pick where I should be taking quarterback, I'm going to take quarterback. And if I'm later than I should be getting a quarterback and I wait and I luck into one, fine. But... This is a league where they're not valued the way they should. I got Baker Mayfield at three overall a couple, you know, a few years ago. And this number two was Josh. Oh man, the guy from Arizona, Rosen. Josh Rosen. Yeah. But the first pick, who was it that year? Was it Barkley that year? I don't remember. I think it was Barkley because I think I traded away the one one to get Nuke, okay, and then traded back in to get one three to get Barkley. I think that sounds right. I could be wrong. but And
1: in this league, uh, they prioritize veterans over rookies. They go with known players versus upside rookies. Right. That happens a lot, too. So that means in the later rounds, especially defense, the uh, defensive rookies get bumped down. Well, that's I've important. Here in that's the
0: important league. to mention, too, is once the IDP players start going, it pushes the offensive talent back. And I'll yep. talk about my strategy and for that in a little bit.
1: Vice versa, too.
0: Sure. So at one nine we had Javante Williams go. Yeah. Um, and then I'm at one ten for you know for good teams taking running backs. Yeah. And speaking of which, Hut Hut Hodor.
1: Yeah, Hut Hut Hodor. And this is uh, I love the Westeros theme. I just love my team name Hut Hut Hodor. I think it's genius, but I'm biased and I'm modest. I
0: think we both have good team names. Yeah. Hut Hut Hodor and Lattimore's pay their debts. Yeah. I think are great team names.
1: I've started rewatching Game of Thrones. Ooh, I might be due. Da, 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 Do you know when da, does the prequel come out? Do you I know? have no idea? If it's is, not, it a, is it a for sure thing?
0: Oh, it's a for sure that thing. It's in the works, but I feel like it's not this summer. It might be like the following yeah. summer because it's gonna be epic.
1: I love my HBO Max at the ready. Yep. Uh, so at one ten, I my biggest need has been running back um and uh Etienne fell there to me at 110 so I I had to take him I didn't need a quarterback I didn't want Mac Jones just sitting on my bench you know I don't I don't have a need for him with my three quarterbacks uh, and I'm okay at uh, wide receiver and uh, I think it was too early to take uh Farmouth anyways so I went Etienne
0: and I'm happy with that so we're good nice and then you were at one eleven. Okay, so my thought, so I had one eleven. The champ had one twelve, and then I had two ones. So I was bookending the champ. Yeah. Um, at one twelve, so he had mentioned. I was like, "Ooh, who's he gonna pick?" And he goes, "If you look at my roster, you know who I'm gonna pick." And so at one twelve, he go he went Mac Jones. He need yeah. he was desperate a quarterback. So I'm looking at my picks and I'm thinking, all right, the four quarterbacks I actually semi like. You know mac Jones is whatever i wasn't I wasn't going to pick him that early um quarterbacks were gone, yep. the three top running backs were gone. Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase were gone. Pitts was gone, so I'm looking at my options and I'm like, what do I do here at one eleven because i'm i'm I don't know if you should do this, but I was thinking that I traded away Miles Sanders for this pick ultimately, mm-hmm. so I thought I want to get a position. I don't want to trade away Miles Sanders and then just get a position that's easy to acquire. Right. Waddle would have been the obvious offensive choice. I think most would agree. Mm -hmm. But you got to remember, I'm starting Nuke and Tyreek Hill and Michael Thomas, and I have DJ Chark. Right. So my wide receivers are stacked to the the gills, right? You're okay there. So I'm thinking my strategy is I've already gotten the top quarterback— and then I'm thinking if at one eleven and 2-1, I can get my favorite defensive end and my favorite linebacker mm-hmm. because the defensive scoring is so intense. It is. I'm thinking that'll accomplish a couple things. I'm thinking I don't have to be scrounging for the later def- IDP guys. I get the ones that I want for sure. And then also, I think that will get people's juices flowing on picking IDP guys and ultimately... It'll push offensive talent back yeah. because I pick again at two eleven and three one, and I think that happened to some extent, but I don't know, maybe not a ton, but we'll, we'll see where it goes. So at one eleven, I went Quiddipay, mm-hmm. who I was looking at the defensive end options. I already have Nick Bosa. And I want a guy for my defensive line flex that I think could be a real disruptor, and I think he's the guy that has the biggest potential to do that. Sure. The team he's on and and all that stuff, even though he's a dirty, dirty Wolverine. <laughs> um, as you knew, I was going to say. Uh, and then at two one, I went Micah Parsons. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best um, uh, linebacker in the draft, yeah. and I think. He's a little bit of a knucklehead, but I think based on pure talent, I think he's great. So I'm just hoping he, he can keep his head on straight. Um, the uh, the Washington guy, Jamin Davis, would have been the other guy I was considering. But I just thought, I don't know as much about him. He seems like he's a little bit more of a late riser. I want the guy who's had the talk and the pedigree from the get-go all uh-huh. along. That's, uh-huh. what, that's uh-huh. what I wanted. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, so I'm I'm starting off the second round. I've got Lawrence and Parsons and, and Pay, and I was very, very excited about that.
1: As you should be. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And then uh, Collins went next at uh, 2-2.
0: Yeah, and Arizona's interesting because they, they took Simmons last year, Collins this year. And so yeah. now it sounds like Jordan Hicks is going to be getting shopped for trade. And he is one of my big linebacker producers, has always been on this team since... Since this uh, league started, yeah at linebacker. so,
1: yeah, so there's no way you were taking
0: Collins no, it wouldn't have made sense i did, right. well, and I don't know as much about him, i just i I don't always get in depth into my i d p research early on, mm. so I'd rather take the top guys that I'm comfortable with and not have to do the deep dive stuff yeah you
1: yeah, go draft pedigree, get the guys you know so if you're if you're drafting
0: if you're drafting late August, I'd be much more comfortable going a little deeper, but right. Anyway,
1: and then through this whole second round, I mean, I'm thrown in the chats. I've got guys, I got vets. I want to trade, and nothing. I'm offering trades up to the next. It's exhausting. Yeah, I know. And I, Joel, messaged me. He's like, "What do you want for Mel Gordon?" I said, "Okay, now we got something, because he already had Javante Williams." So I said. Give me your 2-9 and your second next year, and you got Mel Gordon. Wait, 2-9? Two 2-9 nine. Two nine and his second next year. So two seconds for Mel Gordon. Is he desperate at running back? I don't think so, but he asked. He says, what do you want for Mel Gordon? I said, no, this is what I want. He's like, you know, if it was two-thirds, I'd do it. like, I'm not, no.
0: I mean, thirds are more valuable in this league because the IDB pushes stuff I don't back. I But I, wanted but I understand, or... that's fine. Yeah. But, but your team is also good, so that's, yeah. the, that's the other thing. And
1: with Etienne, I had I Gordon was disposable. So you think so in the end, I haven't had a trade done yet, but I'm still hoping maybe in the third, I can do something. I can and there's still going to be some great players
0: available. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're in the third now, and there's some massive names still on the on the board.
1: Yeah, I dig it.
0: All right, so. At two three, uh, Bill gets Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. as a gift at two three, and there's a, it feels like there's always a wide receiver who falls farther than they should because yeah. of the IDP guys, it always and it's, happens. and it's basically because of me. I mean, I was two of those picks, and they were both IDPs, so that bumps guys back. True, um, but he so he started off his draft with Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddle, so that definitely helps. This is also a, a uh, start three wide receiver league. Yes, so you you know you got to have wide receivers that you can start. Uh, Zach and Mitch uh, took Rashad Bateman at 2-4. Jamin Davis goes at 2-5. <laughs> Danny takes Elijah Moore at 2-6. But at first he wanted Devontae Williams. Yes, he said Devontae <laughs> Williams. And I said, do you mean Javonte Williams? Well, he went at 1-9. So uh, he, he, actually, he settled for Elijah Moore. Before the draft started, he
1: wrote on a post-it note, Devontae Williams no matter what. But that kind of fell through.
0: Yeah, I mean that's embarrassing. (laughs) Schmo Ballahan, no matter what. Oh man. Um, And then we didn't didn't do a mystery phrase. We just don't. Yeah, I know. I just we forget every time. Sorry, guys. Uh, At two seven, Justine goes linebacker Joe Tryon. Yeah, for uh, the Buccaneers, which um, I mean, she'll tell you she needs linebacker i uh i have linebackers to trade i would have given her two of them i have pick. linebackers to trade i yeah. mean i've got i've been i've been sending this out to multiple people saying like i've got i i'm i traded micah kaiser to bill for his 2022 second yep. i was very happy to do that sure obviously um but i've got troy reader i've got dre greenlaw um there's another guy oh jordan hicks i'm willing to move yeah I've got all these guys who are producers who I would move for a single pick, you know, in this range. And I just keep saying, like, they're too good to drop. But my linebacker room is full. Yeah. I have Joe Schobert, Devin Bush, and now Micah Parsons. And Greenlaw is looking pretty good. So I'll probably hold on to him. So I've got these other guys where it's like, somebody come take them, you know. But anyway, Joe Tryon was an interesting pick. Um, at two eight, you had Drew. He won the Trey Sermon sweepstakes because again, the news was coming around yeah. that uh, he was going to get more of an opportunity. Joel takes Rondell Moore at two nine. Uh, and then Adam with the pick that he, uh, the pick that he acquired from you from huh? me. Yep, he took Terrace Marshall. He did. Um, and I. At two eleven I wanted Terrace Marshall's who I would have taken. Oh, sure. However, I don't have as much need at wide receiver as previously mentioned as I do at running back. And I didn't want to take a running back at one eleven because I had traded um uh Miles Sanders for it, but uh-huh. I'll I'll take a running back here. And in my mind, Michael Carter is like the only running back left that I have some faith in. Sure. You know the guys after this. You know Ramondre Stevenson and Chuba Hubbard. Those are all guys where it's like, okay, they 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 could have a flash in the pan kind of chance. But like Michael Carter should get a lot of opportunity this year.
1: Yeah, the next guys are if an injury happens, right? Yeah, they step
0: right. Up. So at two eleven, I went Michael Carter. I felt good about that. <clears throat> the champ Adam at two twelve. He and I went alternating here for a few picks. At two twelve, Adam takes Jordan Brooks, who was on the waiver wire. I don't know how that happened. Because somebody would have drafted Jordan Brooks from Seattle, linebacker from Seattle, last year, and must have dropped him at some point. He must not have been doing enough. But, must have. but there's a lot of teams in this league where I don't know how you drop somebody like that. Because I don't. look at some of the guys that are being rostered. Just to give you an example, Jaquim Grant is rostered in this league. Really, Jaquim Grant
1: is he still with the dolphins no
0: i think he died <laughs> yeah he's still with the dolphins but he's like not sixth. you know sixth
1: down sixth strength
0: yeah something so yeah. anyway so I, mean, he's I just even
1: behind perry for crying out loud
0: yeah and it just blows my mind it's just one of those things where it's like okay i mean it'll happen in this draft it happened in frozen with eric it'll be uh, well i'm done drafting it's like That's really it. Are you sure you're done drafting? The future Cause champ is a, done. Because you got a lot of drops to do, brah. Yeah. All right, so he took Jordan Brooks. And then it was back to me at 3-1. And I was very happy at this point to go with Fat Pat. Sure. Friar Moose. Why not? Um, I have uh, Noah Fant and Tyler Higby. Okay. Who, if you're not going to have a... If you're not going to have a superstar tight end, those are fine kind of second tier guys, sure. third tier guys to have just to get by. They're certainly not reliable. Yeah. But, you know, they're there. <laughs> so, I um you know, you have to think about how many you have to think about how many players each position you are holding here. Yeah. And I've kind of I feel like in doing this league for a few years I feel like you know you kind of start to get a sweet spot, and for me, I feel like if you don't have a stud um at tight end, I feel like holding three tight ends is kind of the right amount, uh-huh. and I was able to unload um I was able to unload uh Evan Ingram, thank goodness yep. so now I feel like adding firemouth and having those three tight ends is good I think same with quarterback I think holding three quarterbacks is really the most you can do, yeah. Um, I technically had four last year because I've had, wait, did I have, no, I didn't have breeze in this league. Did you have breeze in this league?
1: I traded him to Adam, I think.
0: Okay. I had, I had Rivers who retired. So now I've got Baker, Lawrence and Roethlisberger. So, um, so I think it's like for those positions where you're starting one, it's kind of like hold three and that's kind of the maximum you can really afford to do. That's
1: what I'm doing. Yep.
0: Whereas wide receivers and uh, and uh, running backs, you want to hold yeah, on. You got to
1: hold on. So at three, two, right after you, our first uh, D back is taken. It's JC Horn. So
0: <clears throat> I, I think so. We are requ- So something to mention here: we are required to start a cornerback. Yes, you're also re- required to start a defensive tackle.
1: Yes, and that matters. Yes, it does. Because
0: if you are not required to start a cornerback, then taking a cornerback over any of the top safeties, safeties is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It should be all safeties. Yeah. But <coughs> um, taking a cornerback that could be a difference maker at that position is a big deal. I mean, I've got Marlon Humphrey, who is amazing, and Kenny Moore, him. who's amazing, yeah. and having the well, and Marshawn Lattimore, who I won't drop because my team's named after well, him. Right, it's your namesake. Um, you know, but uh, you know, having cornerbacks that are going to be really good is is a big deal, and then. We had another uh free agent pickup, which I did. which I complimented Bill on this pick. Yeah. I thought it was a very savvy pick. It was a savvy pick. Maybe not that savvy. He is at the top of the projected uh point getters for, for week one of unavailable players. But he took Matt Milano. He did. For Buffalo. Yeah. Who had some injury issues last year off and on, but so maybe we should have maybe we should talk about And then actually at oh. three four. Oh, have they picked?
1: Yeah. Uh, they took uh, Owusu, linebacker,
0: for um, Cleveland,
1: and they yep drop okay. Josh Kelly.
0: Gotcha, drop Josh Kelly. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, it's true. All right, so let's have let's talk about some philosophical things with this draft and not mention names. Right. So let's start here. If you are, let's talk about etiquette. If you're too busy to make your pick, then, you know, per- I, t- I teach my kids this, perception's reality, right? If you are in the chat, chatting it up, typing out these long messages, giving people a hard time, banter, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, and yet you're not making your pick, Yeah, it looks bad. Because it would have taken you less time to make your pick than it would have to type out all these messages about how busy you are.
1: But I will say, in his defense, we were talking trade in that time.
0: If you were talking trade, that's different.
1: We were talking trade. Uh, another player kind of got up his butt a little bit, another owner, about it. And there was an exchange. And uh, Co-Commission Adam stepped in and Put the hammer down," said they were getting a, a seat at the kids' table, which I thought was pretty funny. That was, a, it was a, good line. Line. Yeah. It's a good line. It helped add a little bit of levity to the situation, which was good. But yeah, you're right. I mean, especially in the first <coughs> round, where these picks should be pretty quick.
0: See, that's my thing. Is like, and and talking trade is is different. If you're talking trade, fine, but I'm not convinced that's actually happening in a lot of these situations. You're saying it was, which is fine. but It was. But, um, but I think once comments have been made, come on, man, just pick. Come on, man, just pick. Yeah. Okay. Then to later intentionally not pick to be difficult is a very childish move. We call that the low road.
1: Yeah. I took that once.
0: Yeah. Dave is very familiar with the low road. He could draw you a map if you need one. But ultimately, like, just swallow your pride and make the pick. Yeah. I think people should be aware of, I think sometimes people should be aware of how it reflects on the person who invited them into the league. You know, there are people in these leagues that are your responsibility that you've invited in,
1: you vouch for them.
0: And if you vouch for them and they, you know, they reflect badly on you, Yep. same with me. I vouch for them and then they reflect badly on me.
1: And I brought a guy in in Frozen who trades well as rookies. I, I vouch for <laughs> him.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's family. You he didn't really have a he's choice. He's it's true. But, uh, you know, and it just, it just kind of, you know, I mean, I mean, I have to, I mean, I have to deal with the guilt of bringing Kurt into all of, all of your yeah. lives every day. Just kidding, Kurt. I mean, I was pretty funny. it is a
1: pleasure having Kurt. You know, I know, obviously, obviously I'm kidding. Kurt, he he the best. does have a beautiful mind. Yeah, I've of always course, said it. of course. Kurt's yeah. the
0: best. That was obviously a joke, but um, yeah, it's just this this delaying the draft on purpose to be difficult is is very infantile, and it was it was hard to uh, it was hard to deal with. And then you know you also have a situation. We had this situation where. You're giving everybody a hard time, you're delaying the draft on purpose. Oh, you said I had this much time, you know, all this infantile stuff. Yeah. And then I finally messaged said person and I said, here's the deal. You have an hour to pick. If you don't pick in an hour or trade the pick in an hour, then you we're gonna skip you over. Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. So out of respect to you, I'm I'm telling you this in a separate message and not in front of everybody. But like, come on, we we this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, lo- a, I love you, but
1: this is embarrassing. And that's a fair commish thing to do. Yeah.
0: But then it was, I'm at dinner. And my wife's giving me a hard time about being on my phone. And my response to that is, that's why you should have picked when you were being a jerk on purpose earlier. Like, come on. Yeah. Like, or you at know, the time
1: you're saying that you're you're texting all that about your wife and at dinner you could be making your pick
0: exactly yeah and that's when you say i'll take Devonte williams no wait that's Javante williams no oh, wait, he's gone he's been gone for uh, you know 10 round 10 picks yeah um so we we definitely had uh we definitely had a little bit of drama there Alright, so then we also had some... So do you want to talk about any of your specific trade offers you were trying to make? You mentioned about the Melvin Gordon trade. Yeah,
1: um, I I don't have specific offers. I mean, it's really just saying to these guys, I've got these players available. I want a pick in the second round. But there's no dialogue because they don't get back to me. Mm -hmm, And I was tempted because in WhatsApp, if... If no one's familiar with that messaging app, it does list off the phone number. So I was close to actually texting. Yeah,
0: you have to have them in your contacts in order to add them on WhatsApp, basically. But I didn't
1: know if if texting them straight away, "Hey, it's Dave from Westeros," if that would look come off as too needy. So I just stayed within the app. But, yeah, but again, the blue check mark means they read it, so. They left me on red, Ralph. They left me on red. Yeah, it's frustrating. I don't like being left on red. At least say to me, you know, I'm going to take this pick here. Like even Adam, I mean, he had the the gumption to say in the chat, hey, I wish I could have traded with you, but I took somebody else. That I appreciate. But so, to not acknowledge it, and that's just not in this league, but that's etiquette across all platforms we have in fantasy football is you throw an offer out, you know it was read and you just hear nothing back. It's like, all right, fine.
0: Well, we also had, <clears throat> we also had a guy during this during this draft process where I picked during my prep at school. Like I was on prep, my kids were at were at gym, yeah. And I made my pick. Adam made his pick. I made my pick. The the Pay and Parsons picks. So the next guy is on, is on the clock. Yeah he didn't pick for the entire day until i believe later that night after i'd gone to bed if i remember correctly and what i think is strange is you know like i posted he was on the clock multiple times mm-hmm. i posted hey you okay buddy like what's going on just making sure you're all right blah, blah, blah. and then when he finally comes on he makes his pick not a not a word he just makes his pick that's mm-hmm. it Which I find interesting because if that's me and I've been on the clock for an entire day and I finally make my pick. Sorry guys, long day. Sorry guys, long day. Sorry guys, long day. I mean it takes two seconds. How hard is that? Sorry guys, long day. It's not hard. So uh, anyway, so then this afternoon. So I've been talking to, I don't think you'd mind me saying, I've been talking to Bill throughout this process, right? Yeah. And I was talking a little bit to Bill about some trade stuff. And I asked him, do you see your team competing or are you rebuilding? Yeah, it's a good question. And he said, because I think people who don't play Dynasty or haven't, don't have a lot of experience with this. I don't think they realize that really you should be in one of two situations. You are either really good in competing or you are completely breaking it down and rebuilding with picks and youth and trading off your and most valuable you assets. You do not want to be in the middle. You don't want to be in purgatory. No. And I'm looking at his team and I'm thinking to myself, "Self, he's in purgatory." Because he's got Aaron Rodgers and Derrick Henry who are artificially inflating his team, making it look better than it is. So last year those two guys were like epically world otherworldly good. Yeah. And it made him look better than he was. Now, he made the consolation and he only acquired the third pick. Yeah. But that means he won the third place game in the consolation. Right. So I guess there's that. <clears throat> so I asked him if he was competing, and he said he thought he was competing. And I said, I said, have you considered trading off Derrick Henry and Aaron Rodgers, like cashing out while you can? No, not yet. Maybe next year. I said, okay, I mean, all right.
1: Now, were you, this line of questioning, were you hoping to acquire those two from him?
0: Well, those are not guys I would typically want to acquire. But on the other hand, I would love to win this league again. They would have helped your team,
1: yeah. Yeah, and take it up a notch. So,
0: I was, honestly, I was genuinely, I I was honestly, I I was genuinely trying to, kind of push him in the right direction of like dude trade these great players yeah. for youth and assets future down the road whatever and he and he said he had no intention i'm like okay you know they can fall off quick so i just was wondering if you're you know gonna whatever so finally this is also a guy where i'm throwing things at him all off season for that one three yeah to get pits <clears throat> and he's shooting me down Oh, you know, it's a good offer, but I'm going to turn you down. I'm going to turn you down. I'm going to turn you down. There have also been some comments where, you know, I'm the one who gets crap from the rest of the league because I'm the one who's giving you pieces that help you win again. Yeah. It's a position I'm I'm used to being yeah. in. Okay, that's fine. So finally today I just go, you know what? I'm just going to send him a totally baller offer. YOLO. see what he says. Yeah. And actually I should... Oh, it's I'm not going to have it because it's in WhatsApp and I don't have that on my iPad. yet. So I I'm gonna, I sent him a message today and I said, let's say I offered you Baker Mayfield, James Robinson, Brian Edwards, my 2022 first and my 2023 first for Henry and Rogers. Would you turn that down? And he had some sort of a reaction like, whoa, okay, oh, you're making this hard on me. Oh, I'd have to think about that. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. Blah, 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 blah. Okay? Yeah. Um, And I'm just thinking Henry is a monster, and Rodgers, I think, will play, and will be better than Baker for the, you know, next year, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. So he's kind of going on and on and he's weighing the things about making a team like mine better. And, and he's got the right mindset of like, well, those picks are useless if you end the league in two years uh-huh. because you win and then win again. I'm like, that's true, but I'm not hiding the ball. I said to him, like I'm going, this would be me going all in yeah. to try to win. Okay. Yeah, I get it. Blah, blah blah. so he finally says, make it Carson instead of Robinson. And it's a deal. I said, all right, I'll think about that. Because I'm thinking I... Like, Robinson is going to get replaced by ETN, yes, ultimately. Yes, So I'd rather keep Carson, because Carson, in theory, is the guy for the whole year. Yes, yes. As for the sake of winning this year. Yeah, as long as he stays healthy. Well, sure. But that's any running back, which is why especially I don't especially you know, Carson. Which is why I don't go for any back. He's made of glass. Uh he played almost every game last year. But he didn't. Okay, well, agree disagree.
1: So almost every game is not playing every game.
0: Yeah, no running back plays every game. A P did. Oh Jesus. Alright. You're missing the point. So, so I'm t- missing the point. So, I tell him I'm going to think about it with Carson. Yeah. So then I think to myself, self, there are other, there are similar guys I would want from other teams that I might like better because Henry and Rodgers aren't really my guys. And other
1: teams that may take
0: Robinson. And I said, so I I said to Bill, like, just so you know, I'm offering this, sim- a similar deal to other teams. I hope that's not cheating. He goes, no, you, you wouldn't try to sell your house without getting multiple offers. So go for it. Okay. So is, I go to. Is he a realtor? <laughs> no, he's he's retired. I don't know what he did. So I went to Zach and Mitch and I send them a message. And I said, "I'll. what if I gave you Baker Mayfield, James Robinson, Brian Edwards, 2022 first, 2023 first. And then I threw in Jordan Hicks because I know they want to. Uh, yeah. We had talked about Jordan Hicks. Mitch is interested in Jordan Hicks. For Kyler Murray and JK Dobbins. That's juicy. Obviously, I'd rather have Murray and Dobbins Hell than the other two, yeah. right? Mitch says, Ooh, interesting. I'm heading to the dog park. I'm mean, going to need to dig into it. I'll hit you up later. <laughs> so obviously, I don't accept Bill's offer, right? That included Carson. Yeah. I would have done it if he would have been for Robinson, but not with Carson. I didn't accept it because I'm waiting to see if that offer is going to go through. In the meantime, Bill makes a deal with his daughter.
1: We have a trade alert.
0: Well, we had a trade proposal. It was a trade proposal. But I don't think they understood what a trade proposal means. Right. It, was a trade, it was a trade deal. They'd agreed on it. Yes. Neither one of them knew what year it was, but they had a deal. And it was Rogers and Henry yep. for CMC, yep. 2022 first and second, 2023 first. Yeah. Adding to CMC for those pieces, uh, to each their own. Bill, Bill is some sort of hypnotist because woo, that's pretty great. Can you imagine getting CMC and two firsts for anything? It's <laughs> a lot. Um, so they put this out and I, and I messaged him like, so is this, has this deal been agreed upon or is it a proposal? Oh yeah, we agreed upon it. Sorry. You know, no, no favoritism. I just like the deal more, blah, blah, blah. Well, no kidding. So that deals. So now my deal with him is done. Yeah. So I messaged Mitch, who I haven't heard from yet. And I said, uh, Mitch, obviously Bill made his deal. Cause I had said the same thing. Like yeah. I, Hey, I'm going to send you this deal cause I sent it elsewhere. So, wondering what you're thinking about ours. And he says, in a little bit, he responds, Yeah, I think we're going to hold off on the trade. You know, we just, we're so close. You know, the process is working. We just, we want to hold on to our studs and just, we're so close. Trust the process. But, okay, fine. He turns me down. So, then I'm sitting here going, wow. I had two monster deals that would have made my team better fall through my fingers. Yeah. So then I start looking at the other teams and I start going gosh darn it. <laughs> <laughs> is there anybody Is there anybody that I could get a quarterback better than Baker and a running back that would produce? Because now I've already told myself I'm willing to move those firsts. Mm-hmm. So here's my question for you. Yeah. Big Dave Dizzle. That's me. You have mentioned being willing to move Mahomes for the right price. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, 2022 first, 2023 first. How far away is that? Pretty far still. Yeah. What else would you need?
1: If you can get J.K. Dobbins from Zach and Mitch... Add J.K. Dobbins in.
0: <laughs> you just want me to have to trade away J.K. Dobbins. No, seriously. I. The two future firsts and Baker isn't as close as I would hope. No, because
1: I'm be. competing now. I finished third with Mahomes, and you take Mahomes away from that team and put in Baker. That's hurting me this year. If I'm going to compete, yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, I like where he at. I appreciate the offer.
0: <laughs> so then I th- <laughs> shut up. So then I thought, <laughs> could I turn my two future firsts and something into CMC from Bill? Yeah. Because ne- that would mean now he has even more future firsts. Sure. And that's really what he should be doing with his team yeah. is starting to stockpile those firsts, mm-hmm. right? And if I somehow miss the playoffs, I'm going to earn him the 1-1. If I make the consolation, I win the 1-1. Playoffs. That's kind of how my team works, playoffs. Um but uh yeah, I'm just very I'm just discouraged now. So the only other thing I can think and I'm, you know, by the time I reach out to Kurt Hill, I've already heard this is you know, do I take those two first, team them with, piece them with a couple of things to get Kelsey from Kurt's team. Sure. Because adding Kelsey to solidify my tight end position would be pretty huge. But ultimately, it was just a very annoying trade day because I thought I was going to be making a blockbuster deal that would push me into the stratosphere of competing next year again. Not that my team isn't already going to do that. I mean, my team won the consolation and that was with Michael Thomas laying an egg for the entire year yeah. so it was just a frustrating afternoon. <laughs> I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> was there anything we forgot for today? Uh I did
1: have one trade. Okay. It's a uh, one quarterback league on a, your favorite site MFL. Ugh. Um I had a guy who really his team is the Honey Badgers really wanted Kyler Murray.
0: Okay,
1: and he had just kept throwing me offers and offers and offers and offers and offers. Um, so finally, I accepted his latest proposal, uh, which is I would get I would send Kyler Murray an AP. And he just wanted to to make it even. I would get Wentz, Connor, his one ten. And 2022 first. And this is a one-quarterback league.
0: Wentz, Connor, 110, and another first for Kyler in a one-quarterback league? Yeah. Do it. I did it. Oh, yeah. It's a done deal. Did you have any other quarterbacks other than Wentz? Uh, I mean, other than Murray? Uh, Tannehill. Oh, come on. Yeah. Please. Why would anybody pay that in a one-quarterback league? Yeah, I have Tanny. I mean, could you even find the button fast enough to just smash it? Yeah, my my
1: thumb still hurts. Yeah,
0: that yeah. makes sense. Wow, sorry, good job that one.
1: Yeah, and then I, I we I have one league that's going to be drafting as soon as one guy just says I'm I'm ready. I traded my first away last year. I came in second in this league last year, and I have got two seconds and a third. And I'm trying to get back into the first, but nobody
0: is. It's on sleeper too. It's like nobody's doing anything. So, yeah. I have one more philosophical. It'll be a quick one because we're running out of time. Oh, holy cow! I know. I'll leave my uh, keep trade cuts for next week then. Oh no, we should do a last segment and play those quick. Okay. Let's just let's just pause quick and then we'll come back and play pause
1: those. face. Gaze gaze. <laughs>
0: We'll be right back. We'll play some Keep Train Cut. <laughs> well this one needs to be on like the all the time rotation yeah Wow, that's a jam and a half. Yeah, it is. Beastie Boys, baby. All right, before we play a game and then get out of here, Dave, let me just ask you: How do you look at? So we've talked about Westeros being a little bit shallow. Yeah. How do you look at drops
1: in the shallow, shallow?
0: Because, <laughs> because uh, Kurt was mentioning how you know he can't think of anybody to drop, and and Zach and Mitch were talking about oh, well, not Zach. Zach doesn't care, but Mitch was talking about. <laughs> Zach's the face, Zach's of, the the team. face yeah. of the team. Mitch is the brains, but right. he's and he's like. Well, I just don't know who I would drop. I don't know who I would drop. I'm looking at my squad and I'm like, I have so many drops and it's not like these are guys that are bad. It's just, they've shown me what they are and I'm unimpressed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've talked about dropping Brian Edwards, like Derek Barnett, uh, defensive end for Philly. Like mm-hmm. he's going to be a drop, you mm-hmm. know? Um, Troy reader is going to probably end up being a drop if I can't get anybody to take him off my hands. It's yeah. like, how do you look at? How do you look at drops? Do you hang on to guys longer than you should with a league this shallow, or well, like what's your viewpoint on on that? Because yeah. if it's really deep, you keep guys for much longer. Obviously. Oh yeah. In Frozen, I'll keep them forever. Right. But here, you can't really dilly dally. Yeah. There's no reason.
1: And then the nice thing about this draft too is because. People drop out right away after like four rounds. There's still guys to pick up. So every year I have a bunch of rookies on my team because I will drop players. And then what I do is if these rookies are just not popping and they're not delivering, I will. Because with with shallow benches, there's always going to be guys on the waiver wire. So it's just you know kind of weighing. I mean, do I see this guy being a stud? Can I hang on to him? Is this position deep enough to where I can wait until he starts producing? Or is it such a shallow position for me that I need to cut it and, and run? So I have to evaluate it on a player-by-player player basis. Right. Okay. So, And I, I mean, I have run into it where I think – I have a few too many cornerbacks on this team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be dropping some cornerbacks uh, to try to beef up some of my positions. So,
0: And it's hard when you've got guys that, like I basically looked at, all right, Humphrey, Moore, Lattimore. Okay, I'm keeping those three. Yeah. Which means basically I'm not drafting any cornerbacks this year, even right. if there are rookie cornerbacks that I really like. Yeah,
1: focus on other positions.
0: You know, safety, Bates, Abram, Jenkins – yeah. Like Jenkins is old, but he still is just produces like a beast. So it's like, I guess I'm not really taking any safeties this year. But it's just, it's interesting because uh, I definitely am more, I think I'm quicker to drop players in this kind of shallow format that haven't shown me much yet. Yeah. Um, and I think other people are scared too. I think mm-hmm. also when it's your only league, I think people are more scared to drop players. But when I've got... Um, you know, so many leagues, you know, I've got all these guys elsewhere too. So like, okay, I'll drop, you know, if I have to drop Brian Edwards, okay, fine. I've got him on a bunch of right. deeper leagues Or if he ends up being a superstar, I've still got him on all these deep leagues.
1: And the more dynasty leagues that we're in, you know, we treat it as, you know, they're, we're the GM. It's kind of like a business, you know, you don't, you don't get emotionally attached to a player.
0: Right.
1: Um, if, if they're not working out, you got to get rid of them. Yep. You can't hang on to them. Agreed. Because if you hang on to them and then somebody else off the waiver wire starts popping, you get the FOMO sitting in like, ah, I could have had that guy. Why am I holding on to this guy? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: FOMO is it. a mother.
0: It's a real thing. Yeah. It's true. All right. You got a game for me? I do. I'm ready.
1: The old F. Mary Kill.
0: F. Mary Kill. Wait. no. Keep trade cut.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Keep trade cut.
0: Come on. The appropriate version.
1: I've got tight end, I've got quarterback, I've got running back, and I've got wide receiver. Wow. We got some big names in these too.
0: Yeah? Yeah. So this is in a vacuum, obviously. In a you're vacuum. probably not cutting any of these no, guys. Not but, at all. But uh yeah, give me uh give me tight end first. You okay. know I love a tight end.
1: We got Kelsey Kittle and Pitts. Jeez. That why would you do this to me? Because I can, and the the viewers are the viewers, the listeners. They want to hear this too.
0: Jeez, all right. (laughs) I'm also curious to see if you agree with these. All right, Kyle Pitts, no matter what, so he he can't be my cut, which means I am gonna I'm gonna hold Pitts. Oh, okay. Because I want him to be my. Guy for the next ten years.
1: Okay.
0: I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna trade Kittle because he's a little younger. Okay. And I'm gonna cut Kelsey because he's old and it's he could fall off. The injuries could catch up with him. Okay. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's Rid- like it's ridiculous. It's
1: it's six one half dozen. It's, what other. a
0: ridiculous situation for yeah. that. I'm obviously. I'm uh, keeping Kelsey.
1: I'm cutting Kittle and I'm trading Pitts.
0: Yeah, I mean, I get it. There's really no wrong. There's answer, no wrong. Way. Well, there's no right answer. Yeah. is What it is, it's not. But again, there's no wrong. They're, they're all vacuum. wrong. If you have all three, these answers are all wrong. in tight end premium. You're doing okay. I mean, the right choice is probably to cut Pitts because he hasn't actually shown you can do it yet. True. That's the right answer. But yeah. I'm in, I'm in love, so I right. can't do it. All right, give me quarterback next. We've
1: got Trevor Lawrence, Fields,
0: and Lance. Uh, I find this to be pretty easy. Keep Lawrence, because he's the truth. have him, you know, he's he's a generational guy. Mm -hmm. um, More so than everybody that they call generational. Mm -hmm. Trade Lance, because he has the name cachet uh, of being with uh, Shanahan in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is also not going to start right away, so he's not going to have a chance to... You know, he'll be the backup that everybody's excited about. And it's going to build, it's going to build, it's going to build. When he gets his chance, when he gets his chance. And then Fields. I mean, I love Fields, but he'd be my cut here, unfortunately.
1: That's exactly what I said.
0: Oh, smart. Yeah. Okay.
1: Next up, we have running back. Okay. We've got Cook, C-Mac, and Zeke. Cook. C-Mac, Zeke. That'd be a heck of a three-headed
0: monster at running back for you. Um, I think I would cut... Boy, ironically, I'm cutting all the Buckeyes here, which is kind of weird. Interesting. Um, I would cut Zeke because he's the one who has shown the most potential to just not be himself anymore. Okay. Um, And I don't think you'd get anything for him via trade. Uh, Cook, on the other hand, had a wonderful season. Mm -hmm. I think he's still the guy, and Mm -hmm. I think I could get something from him. So I would trade Cook, cut Zeke, and I would hold C-Mac coming back off the injury. He's going to go back to his old form. He just was unlucky last year.
1: I would keep Cook, trade C-Mac, cut Zeke. We were close. Okay. But I'm a homer, so. You are a homer. That's true. Uh, In wide receiver, we're going old school. Okay. We're going with three retired all Pro Hall of Famers. Okay, Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Tio.
0: Okay, I'm a little confused as to how this is going to work. So, because obviously none of them is going to get me points right now. Okay,
1: so if they were playing right now, if they were all playing and they were all in their prime, how about that? If they're all so in they're their all prime,
0: playing, they're playing right now, right now in their prime. In their prime okay. All right, um, I. I'm gonna cut T.O. because he's a basket case. It's true, <laughs> more so. It's than, my it's my quarterback. More man. so than the other ones. I'm gonna cut T.O. I'm going to keep keep Jerry Rice just because he is just old faithful, reliable. Uh-huh. Just does his job, real lunch pail guy. Sure. Randy Moss, Super Bowl homeboy, straight cash homie. He is he is the flashy, you know, the flashy kid. Yeah. Less of a kid than he once was, but you know he's the flashy guy. He's going to be the one getting trade value. So okay. trade Moss, keep Rice, cut T.O.
1: I am keeping Moss, trading Rice, cutting T.O.
0: Yeah, we have a couple other flip flops yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay nice those are fun yeah thanks for doing always that a good time yeah it's a good time uh remind me before next week and i'll uh, i'll get some ready for you
1: hey uh reminder next week do yeah for nope
0: me. too soon okay
1: could All you right. remind me to remind you because i'm gonna forget. no
0: i'm not gonna remind you to remind me to remind you to remind me to remind you to remind me okay uh thanks for joining us everybody so hit us up on the twitter it's at trips rd that's us and uh yeah. I don't know. Are we looking at that Twitter? You are. Yeah, you? I am. Okay. But we're not really getting any hits. Well, what the heck is wrong with you people? It's just want to beer bad right now. <laughs> want to beer bad. Can you recruit us some friends? That'd yeah, be that'd great. be great. Or followers or whatever you call them. Anyway. Um, tweeters? Tweeters. Sure. Sure. I like it. Okay. Um, this has been Trip Start with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And I'm still Dave. And we appreciate you. We do. Thank you for listening. And Ralph, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, buddy. Aww. Uh, glad to hear that your kid's stitches went well. Yeah, four stitches in the old ear. And I'm very impressed that you're here with me instead of being with your kid in the hospital. I mean, we
1: got the dogs <laughs> watching the other two, so we're there fine. There you go. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Alright, everybody, thanks for listening. We will see you next week.
1: Ooh, and I do have a very important announcement actually.
0: We'll try to do better next week. Oh, I knew that's what it was. Nah. <laughs>